Yeah, there it is. Wolf, Captain, I'll help you if you let me. What the, the f***? f- <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is episode six of Growing the Beard. I'm Brian. The geezer opposite me is Bear. Kick it. <laughs> Two Fat Men Talk Star Trek The Next Generation Join us on our continuing journey Oh yeah Up, up, yeah. up, up as a mitt Up as a bit, 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 bit What can I say? I'm having a bit of a bad tongue day <laughs> So this is episode 6 of our podcast Episode 7 of the show Lonely Among Us Yes, which uh, I named my notes the Mark episode. The Mark episode, yes. Yes. I was going to bring that in earlier, but you beat me to it again. <laughs> yeah, because before my notes, I don't use the episode title. I use a sarky little name for it, and yeah. I just named this one Mark. And if uh, you haven't been listening to the previous five episodes, or six episodes even, no, five, five episodes. episodes. I'm pretty sure about this conversation that you were happy that Mark Alumino was in. Yeah. The first Be- 10 episodes. If you've listened to the previous episodes, which you probably have because you've stuck around this long, you poor, poor people. Um, I'm a wee bit obsessed with DS9, but it's DS9 is, for me, the best of Trek. I mean, Love Start, which is a thing for Trek. But... Gul Dukat is, has to be one of the best villains in TV history. He is just so nuanced, and Mark Lomo did a fantastic just job with him, and I respect that man for whatever he does. Fanboy. That bit. I mean, it's almost like the Tilo moment. Tilo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be more than a Tilo moment if you saw him at a convention. If I saw him and Andrew Robinson, I would buy them both a bottle of whiskey. Not even a drink, a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> You, I wouldn't know what to do. Uh, after I change my trousers, tra- of course. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> <I'll>, <laughs> two seconds. <laughs> I was just waiting for the, the back, but, but you see that you just took a little bit, so I'll give you a little bit of step. Okay, yeah. No. So, for the, yeah, for the last um, five episodes, Brian's been telling me, um, Brian was t- saying that he saw Mokalimo in the first ten episodes, and I didn't, and I couldn't figure out where he was or what he was any uh, it was a challenge and i failed i'm not gonna lie i failed i was watching all the episodes never noticed him he wasn't uh, in my defense he wasn't credited in the in the episode no, no he was uncredited and he was wearing very heavy prosthetics but as i've said it's the eyes and the voice kind of give it away if you know if you know yeah are you the you tell from the eye that's that's um mm. that's heavily fanboyed he's a very good actor yeah, so I failed. I only found out because I had to do some research on Memory Alpha again, which I, I saw it was one of them things I'm just reading through. I had to check a few things. I had to check the uh, the iPad thing because it's the first thing with the pa- the first episode where the pad's yeah, shown. Yeah, and I'm like, pad. ha ha this is good. 22 and a half years. Fantastic. 22 yeah. and a half years later. Well, as we said uh, last episode, a lot of people got into sciences and tech via Star Trek. So there was going to be a lot of, oh, you know what, I saw this in an episode. I think this would be a great idea. Okay, I, I have I have sympathies for, I'm trying to think what it is. It's kind of like the sort of Dennis the Menace concept sort of thing. Mm. So there are two Dennis the Menaces. They've rough, roughly been made at the same time. Basically, there's there's a... The Dandy one. N- yeah, uh, 
Vandy. That's Dennis Van Nash here. Yeah, and there's the, the American one. Yeah, with the bronze here. Yeah. They who yeah, I the only remember because they, they had that film with the Frower and he destroyed the Frower before it bloomed or something like that. Yep, and uh, who was the bad guy? Oh, it was uh, Christopher Lloyd, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 22.2 gigawatts. I mean, that's not the exact thing, but that's what I'm going for. I know. He's also the only ever person to play uh, someone in a film that has had, uh, the, the, sorry, the only person that's played someone in a film that's had a time machine stole off him. Twice. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'm trying to bring it back to Star Trek. Come on. Yes. I was actually going to use that bit. You beat me to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Played Doc Brown, then a Klingon officer whom got his ship stolen, then went back in the past. He's got a thing about these humans from the Midwest taking time machines. I mean, Biff and then Kirk. Sorry, I've got a cold. Right, so this episode was directed by Cliff Ball, the story by Michael Halperin, teleplay by DC Fontane, star date 412-49.3. My head's still in the clouds. Thanks to my daughter's fifth birthday, and I went to a viral infection land known as CBPs. Yeah, it's just. It's not a. It's virally infected, but because there's kids everywhere, but it was a very nasty day. Yeah, but that many children, you're going to catch a bog or something. I thought it might have been COVID. It would have really annoyed me. Yeah, get it again. I mean, go for the hat trick. Oh, no, it's No, I've only had it once. Yeah, yeah. I've had it twice. You've had it once. I don't know. I've, I mean, I could. My other. My. my uh, Partner caught it twice, and I'm mm. thinking, yeah, I'm up next. And she, no, I didn't. I, I avoided it. Kudos. I mean, I found the second one a lot better than the first one. The first one, I was in bed for weeks. The second one, I just basically sat on my couch and played video games for the 10 days. Lucky you. Now we just have to go back to work. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe wear a mask. So everyone at work's had it as well. And they're all wearing masks, and I'm thinking, mm. oh, that's it, I've had it. Well, I, I'm not sure where I stand at that because I work at the hospital. Oh, yeah. So, ah, some people don't, I suppose. Some... Yeah. Uh, I know somebody turned into work the, a few weeks back with COVID, but I'm sure she was sent home. It's like, what are you doing? F*** off. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get tested every day or? No. No. Oh, right. No, I used to uh, where I was working, but let's say I was in charge there, so I had to make sure I was following the rules so I could f- the staff that make sure they were doing the rules. Ah. Yeah, because I hate... I, when I became a boss, I said I was never going to be one of those bosses that follow the rules that I'm not following because that annoys the bejeebus out of me. That was the thing where I was working now. Is that I've, um, obviously, I was learning things in my job yeah. and the guy was teaching me everything and he says I have to be sure to take, teach you not everything, everything because there's some things, everything that we do that aren't technically... Um, they're a bit like marquee tricks Yeah, yeah. that aren't technically endorsed by the Federation or stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they've started throwing me staff at the hospital to, to train up now, and I always go to them when they're like, oh, Brian, can you come to the office and pick up this so person? So you, well, you've had a promotion already? Well, it's not either promotion, it's just kind of more responsibility. Uh, but I'm always like, but why are you going to, oh, uh, yeah, because you really know the job, you, they, you know what you're doing, and you're very good with people. One, I hate people. Two... I've got a lot of bad habits that I'm probably going to pass on to these. Free? Okay, then just give me the extra money. <laughs> I mean, it's not a great deal of extra money, but yeah, it does. A little uh, tidbit of information about the director. This is his first go, Cliff Ball. Hmm? He, this obviously, oh, there's one more thing as well I need to talk about. Actually, I'll do it after. But this Cliff Ball, he was, this is his first run in this episode, yeah? His yeah. first role as a director. Obviously, he, he made a good mark because he's come back. He also directed Best of Both Worlds. Ooh. 
Yeah, he's, he's he's done others as well, but that's one of his notable ones. Yeah, well, well, best of both worlds is like top tier Star Trek, isn't it? Let's be fair. Actually, I wasn't going to do a question for this, but we'll do a tease because uh, before we watch the episode, I'll ask you the question, and I want to see if you can figure it out because okay. the way <laughs> this show, actually, this episode, actually received complaints. I think I know what you're on about. Uh, I think... You might do because it does revolve around Mark Lumo. Yeah. <laughs> I just realised what the complaint was about. So yeah, yeah. yeah. They went back in time. They realised who it was, and they complained he was in it. No, no. It's I think I've seen something. I, I they and I, I know they received. Oh, I think it was like a dozen complaints, but I'm not sure what it was over. Um, the carnivorous nature. Yeah. Of, I can't remember. The, I should have wrote it down. They, what? they mean, they they eating a sentient being. Yeah, how how we portray like cannibalism and stuff, which is actually that's a question. Can it be cannibalism if it's not your species? It's a different planet as well. So yeah, it's it's not. But I suppose it was like two people, you know, two yeah. humanoids. Well, uh, two sapient pe- uh, people. Maybe sentient. Uh, no, uh, there's a difference between sapiens and sentience. Sapiens, but aren't the other ones uh, like lizardy related sort of thing? No, uh, sapient means you have a degree of consciousness. But sapient kind of means that you have a higher level of consciousness and can understand abstract con- concepts. That's that's the homo sapiens sort of thing. Yeah, the, that's like the kind of difference how it was explained to me. Like, uh, like dolphins and higher mammals are technically sentient. I mean, apes are going through a stone age at the moment, which is really interesting if you look into it. Yeah. Uh, uh, but humans are sapient because we understand abstract concepts and consciousness would that so that would uh, that would translate over other species as well yes yeah, it would do obviously okay 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 hands are off okay <laughs> that's probably what it meant then plus they both plus technically they were both human actors yeah <laughs> oh uh, well like, of course they didn't actually go to a planet and get snake people and yetis modern remat they're more dog sort of jackal sort of thing slash Michael Lumio. Whom I can't wait for series four to have that uh, episode with uh, Gold Maquette. No, my set even. Because that's the crap I sent you the other day of like O'Brien talking to the Cardassian in 10 Forward. And I did watch the episode again after watching that crap. Because <laughs> just Colin Meany was fantastic in that episode. Yeah. But that's like another 100 episodes away for us. Very long way away. Yes. Should we get to watching it then? Go on. We've man. done pretty good here. We haven't, we haven't waffled quite a bit. Uh, yeah, we're a bit of waffle, jobs, CBBs and that. But the credits are starting in three, two... Long weeks at Starfleet Academy getting to you. Try the new Vulcan nightclub in San Francisco. Pomfar night, 18 plus only. Fuck a day Thursday. Friday. Thursday. Friday. Thursday. Friday. Thursday. All species welcome. Apart from trebles. Welcome back, weren't them brilliant advertisements. I know, I know I said last week I'd buy two, but I'd definitely buy three of this one. Three, wow. Yeah, well, one for each camera. Camera one, camera two, and camera three. I like this episode. Yeah. I want, I wanted it to be, I want, I've said this now, I want a lower decks version of this, this episode. Yeah, see what happened with the ambassadors and whatnot, and just call them meanie, who who wasn't even called O'Brien yet, it wasn't called O'Brien to think, see these two. Yeah, it it was just there as an extra. Yeah. Just What's he called O'Brien in Catcher of Farpoint? Don't think so. I think he was just called Chief or something like that, wasn't he? Chief. Chief. I, th- I'm sure I read somewhere that he wasn't actually named until Series 2. I might uh, be wrong, but I'm sure I've seen it somewhere. It might have been. I don't think... Yeah, you're right. He was there, but I've just got to be him called him O'Brien-like. 
Mm. It probably wasn't. Weird. Uh, did that come from me being in the transporter room so long? Is transporter chief? No, uh, transporter chief is the actual uh, rank. All right, so we uh, did get the, that. Get a uh, chief, well, actually master chief, as the highest uh, rank a non-commissioned officer can have. Because, you know, Starfleet is technically a military organisation without being a military organisation. So they say. Uh, All right, truth Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, that we, that it's that just that that's the difference between enlisted and non-enlisted. Uh, like non-enlisted personnel have a bit more freedom in what they're doing that, but enlisted you have to go to Starfleet Academy. Uh, like O'Brien went to the engineering college on Mars or something like that. Yeah. I did a bit of O'Brien research <laughs> after watching the episode the other day. He went to a technology college then. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they and then at the end of DS Nine, he became uh, the head of Starfleet Engineering at the academy. Yeah, for that um, what, what did Shaxx call it? The um, model of fascism or something like that. <laughs> Seriously, saw Deep Space. Sorry, um, Lower Decks. The the latest episode of Lower Decks where they went on Deep Space Nine was released uh, yesterday. Two days ago, wasn't it? In America, yeah, it was left yesterday. Oh. Literally Friday morning. I was at, I was at me my father's. And I've watched the episode before on because it wasn't on yet. I watched it, went back off on Amazon Prime, and it was there. I went, oh, 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 watch it now, watch it now. And my dad just looking at me really disappointingly. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a 35 year old man, and I want to watch a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, thing. He, he looked at me disappointingly, but he still laughed at the end. Yes. Where, where, where Army Shivman's on it and all that. So, <laughs> oh, quark. Do you want to be in jail or poor? In jail. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they, it it would have been nice to spend a bit more time on the B prot with the ambassadors, kind of why they're sort of hunting each other for lack of a better term. But it seems funny as well, especially with like the glow stick, um, what can only be described as fairy leash. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure what to call it. Just one of those hoop things that you get around the neck. Yeah, it's like a dog leash, isn't it? Or, yeah, or the, the... yeah, but it's like, but why have like you're hunting an animal, but you're having this grow in the dark fluorescent thing? It's just counterintuitive, if you ask me. Well, I'm going to say something now um, that's going to be ripe for double entendres, but Racker didn't see it coming, did he? Yeah, uh, he had his back towards the wall, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. That's the problem. He came from behind. About you, about wow. It would be nice to see though, and it's every now and again, instead of like the uh, the delegates warring, you'd just see something about that like, a blue light or something float past in the background. Yeah, but it wouldn't be a blue light; it'd just be electrical things on the <laughs> Sith lightning. You mean? <laughs> yeah, they had a lightsaber and Sith lightning in this. Well, energy knife. I wouldn't quite call it a saber. It's not long enough to be a saber. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, this episode is the first bottle show, and a bottle show is a production term for episodes which take place mostly on existing sets and do not generally involve major guest stars. Oh, okay oh. then. Well, that's a new term for me. Bottle show. I'm pretty sure. Do we talk about this earlier? No, no, no. We don't mention budget. No, I, I thought I did with an earlier episode uh, about budget cuts. I can't remember what it was though. Uh, yeah. Oh yes, it was the. Um, well, we haven't reviewed it yet, obviously. Was it the crypt show where yeah, the Riker right gets <laughs> like the? Oh, uh, we'll run out of money. Uh, we want to do something big at the end. You know what? Just have a crypt show. It'll be fine. Hmm? I'm not on Alpha right now. No, no, he's definitely not looking up some information here. Oh yeah, yeah. there we go. That's the, the show receives negative. <laughs> Cannibalism by the Anticons. I, I still see it as cannibalism. They're, they're not the same species. Can't be cannibalism. I know, but they still got negative <laughs> letters for it. So uh, basically, vegans wrote in. Goddamn vegans. <laughs> how they? Now how, I'm being the. 
How like normality how, has been restored? How do you know if somebody's a vegan? Uh, they'll tell you. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, have you seen the most ridiculous thing ever? Came out in one of the supermarkets recently. I just had to sort of slap my forehead when I actually did the the, the Picard face palm when I saw it. Vegan mashed potatoes. Oh, without butter. That, that'd be that's my thought. Oh, it's like they're already vegan. No, you make mashed potato with butter. You put a lot of butter in. You, you don't have to. I know you don't have to, but that's probably what they were marketing it as. It, it, it just, I was like, they're all there, they're vegan. What are you doing? It potatoes are vegan, mashed potatoes. Properly, come on, you're supposed to be a chef. Proper mashed potatoes have a lot of butter in. Well, not a lot, but they have butter. Very amateur chef, and I just enjoy spending Mashing time potatoes. <laughs> I'm not Irish. I <laughs> know, <sighs> uh, no, you're English. F*** off. That actually hurt a little bit. I realised as well, yes. through this episode, it's the very first iteration, I'm guessing, it might have been done in the original series, of the uh, the transporter trope. The transporter fixes everything. Yeah. Oh, we've got an unresolved plot point. How do we fix this? Uh, energy pattern. Transporter pad. Yeah, yeah let's do that. Normal again. Yeah. All fixed. <laughs> Um, a co- uh, Michael Okuda and uh, Rick Sternbach both criticised it. I mean, even back then, the first time it happened, they were like, "Yeah, we can't just keep, we can't just do this. Otherwise, we'll just keep doing it." Uh, it is very much. Uh... They saw it coming. Mm. <laughs> in other words, uh, what's the word? Uh, just ex machina. That's it. Uh, have you not heard the term of just ex machina? I think you should explain it for the listeners that don't know. Okay, okay, that's a beer. Doesn't know what it is. Uh, a just ex machina is just something that comes out of the woodwork and fixes the plot at the end. Although technically the transporter wasn't one because they did refer to it at the start of the episode, it can yeah. be seen as. I want to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean it was the whole story. They did that. They that's why they criticised it and been using it at the end to fix mm. everything because it's, I'm guessing. But they did say they gave it the okay at the end because of like um, strange energies or something. Data, his first time with Sherlock Holmes, and his face lights <laughs> up when he first hears it. Brent Spenner was just like, yeah, I can actually bite my teeth into this. He can actually act, yeah. Which goes through when you see um, Yar, not Yar, yeah, Crusher and Troy, hmm? when he first does his thing, and <laughs> Troy is fighting the laugh, just fighting uh, the giggles. There is one point where Tasha is just like, she's... Oh. They, they had to cut there, because he would have gone too far. They, no, it's uh, the sheer... WTF in her face. It's like, I let this man sleep with me. What the hell? <laughs> is the I think, do you remember about the rule of no politics? Or local politics? Not the round! Oh, uh... Very... And, oh, uh, you mean the nine... Uh, the, the 2024 island referendum? Yeah. Yeah. The unification. Um, ah, that's it. That wasn't actually shown on British TV for... Yeah, they banned it. Yeah. Um, but I think there was, like... It was, there was two things not allowed on it, like local politics and, and religion. Hmm. And he... No. It was kind of broke... Well, not broken, but they, they went around it in, in classic gene way. Yeah, the whole little... It's, we're not talking about our politics. We're talking about another species politics. <laughs> Which, for me, is the best way to do it. I yeah. mean... You want to put a lamp on it to highlight it, but you don't want it to make it the focal point. Yeah, yeah, they did that a lot in the original series. Which and he could be a lot. He could have been a lot more coarse with it as well. <laughs> Which is why I prefer the the older Trek because subtlety. What what subtlety? <laughs> uh, no, there's subtlety about. I mean, like the whole thing of 
you have to transpose it onto an alien species rather than you being told this is what's happening. Not binary, not worthy. Which one what are you on about? Um, uh, I'm thinking of two ones, yeah. Uh, There's the racism one where one side was one side's face was black, one side was white. Yeah, the ring, they, they didn't like each other because the other side was different. Yeah, there. the superior species and the yeah. inferior species, yeah. even though they were the exact same, just flipped. Yeah. Uh, and the other one, which I will sing the praises of all day, every day, is the transgender episode of Next Gen where Laika falls in love with a species that is non-binary. Tran- it, wasn't, it wasn't trans, it was the way, well, the, well, the single mono uh, There was supposed to be monogender, but yeah. she identified as a female, so... Yeah. To me, that's trans. She's like transsexual. Yeah. Uh, no, we can get that bit of a But I agree, Trailblazer episode. Yes, and like they made you think about it without whacking you down the face with a wet fish. Well, they couldn't. I mean, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that, like the, the producers let back through anyway, or whatever the not censors, what do you call them? The backers or the people, the higher-ups at Paramount? FDA and stuff like that. Oh, no, the FCC. That's yeah. it, because like, the Family Guy episode... F the FCC because yeah. they're the ones that oh no 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 yeah where were we oh politics yeah so when he when he talks about um, the the evil war over economics and it's like oh that's nothing to do with um, the commies and the socialists and stuff is it and the capitalists <laughs> well that's the other thing people identify Starfleet as like a communist utopia but it really isn't it's like it is a hybridisation of... It takes the best of a lot of things. Even the whole little we don't deal with currency thing. That may be true on planets like Earth, but other outlying... Federation planets yeah. do that, but... Yeah. I understand... Although, is it, is it Starfleet or the Federation that's done with, uh, with currency? Starfleet. Starfleet. So Federation still has currency? They have trade and barter systems. So they technically have a currency, but... But they don't have a internal singular. This is our monetary value. Uh, like yeah. they'll have like a couple drums of dilithium crystal, and this will be worth X amount. Yeah, yeah. It's basically like how we used to work before currency. Everything was yeah, going on. A, a baker would bake bread that'd have monetary value for something else. Yes, I had this conversation with someone at work. He didn't understand how money. Well, what what just we should just do away with money. I'm like, doesn't work that way. Can't work anyway. We're mm. too much like, species now. We need uh, the, a it's, they, it's, uh, why we refer to gold as in carats? Because that's how you used to weigh gold, by how many carats it was worth. Really? Uh, they, no. Don't quote me on it. No, but, I don't. But yeah. Yes, you get six, nine carat and 24 carat, mm. and then, but then you can have like a load of nine carat gold. So yeah. that would be the actual gold aside, something being uh, weighing uh, in nine carats. Uh, and can carrots don't even have the same sort of... Have uh, you seen Nobly Carrots? <laughs> they... That I say, do not quote me on it. I'm I, I'm remembering a random factoid someone told me in the pub, but that I, I kind of believe it. I, no, I no, no, I don't believe that. Uh, next episode, the, next week, in my favorite. Well, it's gonna be a really good episode. Next week, I mean, uh, uh, it's uh, why they had to bring in weights and measures because you can't fake with a weight and measure, but you could fake fake how much vegetables were in this pile or how much of X amount of substance were in it. But I don't. Uh, Nah, just go wake up. It was a, what, what about what, what, how do you wake up nine carat gold then, or twenty four carat gold, or well, eighteen carat gold? 
That's when it allegedly... That just raises further questions. <laughs> like, how it was explained to me is that's how it allegedly started, <laughs> and it obviously evolved and branched off. <laughs> branched off. I, we, okay, now, well, if, then that, by the next episode, I'm going to just look at that. Mm. And, uh, you'll probably do it, actually, because I'll forget. Yes. But uh, I mean, I need to apologise. Anyway, mm. <laughs> just fleetingly running back to Star Trek. <laughs> the Chekhov's gun in this episode was the... Was the Mark aliens want the, the, to the, have the, meat. The, the letter of complaint, yes. <laughs> um, and how Riker explained that what it looked like would eat meat, uh, we can use energy to replicate matter that is like meat, or dead meat even. Yeah, which got us in the conversation during the episode of can it replicate gach or not. Yeah, and it can only replicate dead gach. Yes. Gach, which is just worms, which I'm pretty sure people do that anyway, they eat worms here, earthworms. Uh, they People the, the eat vegans, right? <laughs> he, uh, they, vegans can't eat worms because it comes from an animal. A worm's animal, though. Yeah. Yeah, but then they can't. Well, yeah. It's living, uh, so, the, but, but plants live. They, if they, you want to get me started on this, I don't believe in veganism because even plants have a nervous system. Wasn't that thing, right, was it Simpsons that covered it? Where like vegans were getting round mm. that by having I'm bugs. a level five vegan. I don't eat anything for shadow. No, I mean... The... <laughs> <sighs> I'm not about the, um, they got around it, what was it called? Because it, it, they didn't view insects as living or something like that. Uh, as I understand, vegan is anything that comes from an animal, which I think is a, no offence to any vegans here, this is just my opinion, I think is a stupid thing oh due I... to the whole that all animals and plants follow the bod mass system, which is the level for something to be alive. Plants so, are alive. I that was a mathematical term. No, I think that it's actual, uh, like, yeah. uh, think, uh, they, it's Break like... it's powers of no. division, multiplication, they, addition, subtraction. Uh, it might not be board mass, I might be confusing it, but it follows <laughs> the same thing of, like, does it reproduce, does it have a nervous system, all that sort of stuff. You know that nice present smell that you have when you cut grass? That is grass in distress and actually asking for help for other grass or warning other plants that yeah, stuff's happening. Some, some. <laughs> uh, the, I... It's a defence system as well to some people because it makes me sneeze. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> trees actually do move. It's just they move at such a slow pace that it's decades for them, but oh, oh well, I think it's decades for us and like we don't notice it. Yeah, uh, banana trees. Yeah. Like on QI. Uh, it's... Sorry for the many political lines. I know, normality to... has been resumed. I'm the tolerant one. Yeah, it's just veganism. It really annoys me for how hypocritical they are. Oh, uh, we can't eat this because it's alive. Everything on Earth is alive. And one plankton is alive. Calm down, calm down. You've had your coffee, calm down. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, slightly buzzed so, from last night. and uh, But then that technically means... Uh, for the most part, anyway, while you're on a ship, Starfleet are all vegan. Somewhat, because... Unless they bring their own food in. Yeah. Um, but then, let's just skip to the end right now, when they bring Picard back. Okay. Since he was he was um, um, transported in energy only, not matter. His matter technically wasn't saved. His pattern was saved, but his matter wasn't saved. So all the bits and bobs that he got reconstituted made by is all vegan. So if you were to eat Picard from now until when he gets remade again in Picard... Into a golem. He'd be vegan friendly. Yeah, they had uh, Picard's corpse in the pattern, but not his actual brainwaves. That's how I kind of... Yeah, his brainwaves uh, what transported away, his energies. Yeah, yeah. His consciousness, or whatever you want to call it. The soul, but yeah. they didn't want to do that. Well, yeah. whatever energy, energy that powers the golem. Yeah, 
Uh, but we had this discussion that earlier about the transporter does kill you and then reconstitute you again. Yeah, which is really weird on the ethical scale. <laughs> well, the, I saw a webcomic a while ago about it and it made me laugh like, very badly because it was these two girls. Oh, uh, have you tried this new transporter tech? No, no. Oh, we can go uh, and have dinner in France, if you like. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. The first girl who'd used it before just jumps in, and the second girl watches her and just... Okay, the first girl's in France, but the body's there. Oh, sorry, I forgot to push the button. Push the button. Burns and disintegrates the original girl. Oh. And uh, G'day, and the second one's, I'm not doing that. And like, then she gets a phone call. It's like, where are you? I'm in France. Yeah, yeah, do you know what happens to your body? Yeah, yeah, that's supposed to happen. Didn't you know that? And they and they, and they just accept it. There's an Outer Limits episode of it as well. It's, it, it is weird, though, because it's like, what if, hmm? the, the decimal standpoint, um, if you were to, like, obviously doing that, it's copied and then destroyed, so then that copy would experience death. Hmm. Then, then it'd, like, carry on for... And it's like, this person who I am now, if I was to step on transport, would experience the death. Yeah, and... But then the copy of me would be like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's really weird. Yeah, that it, it's like Starfleet, or the whole Star Trek universe is just a galaxy-verse... A galaxy-verse? I, I, I can bring galaxy and universe then. Galaxy-verse, uh, what a word. I know, I may have to patent it. Uh, a galaxy of crowns, because unless you just don't transport then you are just a copy of the original. Bound is the original. Well, he's kind of, he's close to the original you can get. <laughs> oh, I'm not trusting that transporter. <laughs> then to get transported against his will in one of the early films. Uh, yeah, it's, it's that, but they all get transported. Back when he was one, like a, a rocking disco granddad. Hmm. Yeah, but he transported in the original series all the time. Did he? Yeah. Oh, he must have only went down with them all, didn't he? Yeah, he went on a wee bit. I why he went against it all of a sudden. Maybe he realised, he's like, no more. Yeah, but the whole little transport thing is brought up in a later TNG episode with the crone of Laika, who was stuck in that planet for 20 years. Yeah, the clone. <laughs> he should have died. <laughs> who would be the clone then? Because they made out that Tom Riker was the uh, the clone, but technically would Tom be the original? None of them would be. Oh no, he bounced back, didn't he? Yeah, uh, they, as soon as the original matter is went bye-bye, then they're both clones. Yeah. Oh, I've heard this tune before. Very first water eye patch. Yep. Uh, trying, trying, to, trying to keep it into the sort of story thing. Try and keep the running commentary going on the story. And then we go off on every single note I've put. I'll try to keep it off there. But water eye patch, yeah. Before the water eye patch, before the Google Glass. Yeah. I, 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 was, I was trying to think of the name of it. I, I couldn't think Google Glass. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, because I showed it to you, Dennis. Oh, yeah, it's the first thing in the water eye patch. Is it? Yeah. And like, then, oh, yeah. Uh, apart from she's got this weird hair, headgear with it, it's not actually just yeah, the batteries are in it. <laughs> <laughs> Straight after that, Worf makes his choice of what to look at when he wakes up. Yeah, and he sticks with it. I played to him. Good old Worf. I'm sorry. If like Which, Troy was over uh, me in that outfit, I would make the same decision Worf did. All I'm saying is, um, this my my note was Worf eyed Troy's boobs. Yeah, she has got a nice personality. <laughs> my next note straight under was crush her and energy life forms quote marks inside her yeah they, she's kind of getting a running gag of like just species doing stuff to her yeah I mean it's only the first season one that's later on massively later on yeah but if like we go back to the previous episode here which is still in my head because I edited it last yeah. night well not last night yesterday the whole thing of uh, 
fought at the end of the universe was supposed to be her husband. That so she yeah. has got track record if <laughs> if they actually kept that scene. <laughs> Again, she's you're getting around quite a bit. Lucky here. <laughs> so after they do that, she put a walks into the uh she gets uh, taken over, walks around, shut up Wesley moment. We'll talk more Wesley. Wait, that's not See, all this could be lower decks, brilliant stuff. Like in the background, just fighting Antikins and slants. <laughs> Jackals versus snake people. Yeah, basically what it is. Then we go uh, to... Uh, imagine those two at Ponfar Night at the Vulcan Nightclub. Yeah, you bought it in again. I did. I was going to say that, like, Ponfar Night yeah. at the Vulcan Nightclub, every seven years, a lot of repressed stuff going on there. Hmm. Oh, was that, like, every seven years for everyone, or is it just, like, for those born every year? I don't know, because you would have to think it is when so, they reach puberty. For me, how I process it is it's just after the puberty kicks in and they've had all the logical training. Because they're not naturally logical beings, are they? Yeah. They have to do the training because Vulcans are I'm saying, does that bad shit without the logical did, training. Did them big steps happen like every seven years? Obviously, uh, for us humans, it happens over a very long or, well... Kind of long, painful part <laughs> where suddenly hair grows, where it doesn't start growing, yeah, and all that. Uh, and for them, we just like they wake up one day and they're like, Whoa, my voice has changed. And uh, no, because Vulcans and humans can breed, I mean, they need scientific help to make the fetus go a little bit, but they can breed. So for me, they are having, shall we say, natural puberty, and the whole pond far thing starts. After. After puberty. So they have to get through puberty first. Mm, but, fucking puberty. I don't want to go through that. <laughs> but it is kind of... Ponfar isn't a natural thing. It's that kind of like Lorenbray in, interjecting religion into it, if you look into it. Because Vulcans, to them, logic is a religion. Uh, so would it be the same throughout the year? So it would be a set date every seven years? Think of it as a high school reunion. Yeah. People of the same age have a reunion at the same time, but people of an older age have it at a different time. Right. So weird. I would have thought they were sort of like merged. (laughs) Nah. Uh, well, I mean, so like Palm Far could literally be every night at the Vulcan nightclub. That's the joke I was going for. Oh, sorry for ruining it. Yes, because. Ponfar can be any night at the Vulcan Nightclub. <laughs> I mean, why would you have a Vulcan Nightclub without Ponfar night? It seems like the perfect place to have Ponfar. Yeah, what if it's wants a quiet drink, though? Uh, you go to the Vulcan bar, not the Vulcan Nightclub. The Vulcan pub. <laughs> <laughs> Where O'Brien drinks. We play darts. Very <laughs> peculiar. How highly unlogical. What did say in Lower Decks? Avoid death and coward. I, I actually think Vulcans would like darts. I mean, it's a math puzzle at the end of the day. Uh, yeah, probably far too slim, simplistic for them. No, no, I mean, get that, I mean, get that because you've got the old throwing, which is due to trigonometry. I know. So it's hand-eye coordination plus maths. Right, knowing Vulcans, yeah, they do that. They'd be like, that's far too simplistic, and they'd be like, you know, we're, they would have to change Sudoku all- board. 50 feet away. <laughs> I was going to say they would change the rules like to fractions or something <laughs> like that and you would have to work it out. But they... Uh, okay, people listening, this is about the fourth time I've mentioned DS9 in this episode. You know I'm going to mention DS9 a lot. I'm just highlighting that, sorry, I know I do it, but still, it's awesome. It, it's I know the Vulcan commander did it to t- take the mech out of Cisco, but the Vulcan crew like baseball. Because... <laughs> I'm sorry, I just realised what you were going for yeah. then. Because have you ever watched a game of baseball? It's absolutely boring as anything. But people love it 
because they love the 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 all statistics and that. Baseball isn't about scoring runs and that. It's about how many balls you've hit, how many you've thrown, and all that sort of nonsense. But why not just play football manager for that? Because they aren't smart enough. And football manager is an awesome game. Oh awesome game. yeah, I love football manager. I had um, there's a friend at work again. He wanted to play football. His dad bought his dad football manager. His dad loves it. Yeah. Uh, props to his dad. And he wanted to have a go of it. This is the same person who was playing VR with me, mm. and he's gone off VR a little bit. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'll set up a network game of football manager. He's like, yeah, okay, I'll have a quick go first. Well, um, you might want to like have a bit of voice, you know, uh, talk to you. So he talked to you a bit. Deep diving, you know, yeah, yeah. throws you into the deep end. He's like, no, no, I'll have a look. And the next day, he's like, I'm going on VR tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to managers? It's not for me. They is very spreadsheet intensive. <laughs> it's football admin. I'm not going to lie, but it's... But they, they kind of helped out in later games by actually showing you the training and stuff, didn't they? Yeah, I didn't tell him. The the text, the text behind the... the, the, the the um, so you got the white text and like red or whatever background it was. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's giving me a headache. There's far too much writing and reading for this game. <laughs> it's such a good game. I'm like, cool. Let's play after the full on VR. <laughs> I'm not happy with either. I could I could always play football manager after. No, that I just love football manager because I'll go as a team as at Port Vale or something and try to get to Champions League. <laughs> it is such a good little challenge. Nice little local link you got there. <laughs> oh well. Uh, I would go as Kilmarnock, but nobody wants to play in Scotland. It's very difficult to get players <laughs> to go to Scotland. <laughs> you, you say me, because Port Vale, like, last game, we're in League Two. So mm. you tell me more players want to go to League Two than Scotland. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> uh, unless you get a Scottish team to consistently be in a European <clears throat> tournament, then it is quite difficult to get players to trade over to Scotland. But... Like if if you can get in the championship, then you get more of a higher tier. Yeah, I mean it's a slog getting to the championship, but once you get to this championship, I wonder how many Star Trek fans are actually football manager fans. Tell us in the comments, bro. Send an email. We'll give you the email at the end of the at the end of the show. Yes, Bear's actually letting it do. Flitting back to the story, so when Crusher gets taken over by the energy, um, she goes to the bridge and, and talks to Data, and Data's eye is a bit weird. Yeah, it's like. Just that they forgot to do one contact or something, and if you noticed, it happens in one of the later scenes as well. Yeah, it, I'm, I'm just I'm guessing it's part of his hell makeup. They, is it me or was just Crusher a bit too lackadaisical when she was controlled? It's like how do I say this without seeing like a complete I douche? I think it was might have been bad directions. Yeah, act a little bit drunk. But you're Not supposed to be like an alien focused in going home. Picard got the perfect level. In, in, was... my, in, my, in my thought about that, because obviously at the end Picard explains what's happened and where mm. he jumps to and all that, I think there was st- the, the energy life form was still trying to get used to controlling other people. And obviously, yeah, we got to Worf. This is, you know, I don't know this physiology. Ooh, this this is, is incompatible. And and I think yeah. if Worf was a human, he would have been dead at that point. It's just because the Kringons have so many redundant systems. Yeah. Including a second Yoo-Hoo. Yoo-Hoo. See, you, you, you don't, don't like Discovery, but that was made canon in Discovery. Don't In like... the most hilarious way. Yeah, yeah, they did <laughs> up a war, didn't they? <laughs> Drunk outside of a Klingon nah. pub. Uh, no. <laughs> he just walks away. <laughs> I don't like Discovery because it's poorly written and the characters just make me want okay, to okay, punch them. Okay, okay. I, the, I'm trying to be the. I'm, uh, uh, yeah, we'll they, I, they, I stuck up for Discovery last time. You did. You it's like Discovery, they could have done something good with Discovery, but they decided to let's politicise things. 
and I'm sorry. But they did that and out. They were so Star Trek. Kurtzman came out and said it isn't about the stories, it's about sending a message. That immediately is a no-go. Okay, okay. If you, said, if you actually said that, then he's an idiot. Yes. Saying that. And the the best character in the season one. Lorca was by far the best character. Who? Lorca, the captain. Oh, uh, space wizard. They, he's been in more things than Harry <laughs> Potter. And, and Jason Isaacs is a fantastic actor. He is, but I just, it's He was wasted things. in that show. Recently, I got a Paramount Plus week pass yeah. uh, on Amazon Prime. Not an endorsement. And I watched the new season. <laughs> season four, whatever it was. I was wondering like, why. It's like the three seasons of a prequel. Uh, weird. Because uh, Michael has to be the bestest ever. Anyway, what are we up to? Oh, the light. Quote, knife. <laughs> yeah, it's... Oh, this is definitely not a lightsaber. Oh, no, it's a sword. It's completely different. Yeah. Oh, no, not sword. Knife. I do apologise. Glowy laser knife. Yeah, that definitely was Probably used to cut and cook meat at the same time. Toast Darth Vader. Oh, only <laughs> one side. <laughs> Triangle mouth, so sorry. Tortilla. <laughs> Tobler own Darth Vader. <laughs> and then you... Stab him. That. Sorry, Eddie Azard. No, Phil yeah. Jupiter's doing an impression of Eddie Azard, doing an impression of Darth Vader. <laughs> Ooh, Inception. Inception. <laughs> <laughs> he actually did that joke. I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube. He did that joke whilst Eddie Azard was in the audience. Yeah. And Eddie Azard threw a bottle at him. It was a uh, plastic, you know, filled, filled with something. And Phil <laughs> Jupiter turned to him and said, What was in that bottle? And you heard him shouting, going, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you don't see a lot of Phil Jupiter's anymore. Has he been cancelled? I don't know. Uh, saying that, I don't really he just retired. Wa- I don't know. That I don't really watch Leg of the Telly anymore. So, and I think he's retired. He, he was funny enough at the time, I suppose. Unless he has been cancelled. <laughs> uh, I mean, they, he has still got one of the best spider jokes I have ever heard. Ah, uh, yeah, I've copied it on some of my memory stick in my car. <laughs> Whenever I feel down, I listen to it. Category one. <laughs> Like the bit that sells it for me is that when he goes off in a tangent about how his father-in-law hates him. Oh, what's that? <laughs> Shooting pins down the arm. Die, fat Die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, cause like, I think it's a crass thing. Is like he's like an <laughs> old East End gentleman. Uh, don't care. Like, and I'm a fat comedian. My wife thinks because I'm f- his little princess. <laughs> Well, my mate Dave thinks it's because I'm um, yeah <sighs> composed. Yes. Um, Data gets first introduced to Sherlock Holmes, and, and his face is a picture. Brent Spiner really enjoyed that. He did. I think it's because he wasn't allowed to. He, obviously, from day dot, Data is supposed to be an android with no emotions. Even though he's, and even in the he's first always episode, grinning he had, in. Like most of the cast and and these first seven episodes have been smarmy little sods. The cat they. You can see they're enjoying being next to each other because they're just having little digs and little smiles. But dang, that is a smarmy crew. Yeah, I think it's because like he he got around it in his way, saying like, okay, well, it is an android; he's not allowed to show emotions, but he can he he can act like he has emotions. Yeah, at least he intimidates, not intimidate. Uh, I'm thinking of imposter, but it's not imposter. It's it's linked. Imitate, imitate. That's it. Yeah, imitate emotions. Oh. I was thinking Ditto has the ability imposter and I was stuck on that. In, in, um, and from uh, the looks of, obviously, even Yar at the end, where she's just trying to hold it back. He did a good job of it. Sing dies. Yeah, poor, poor Sing. Poor, poor Sing. But I mean, he... I mean, he sang his last song, didn't he? Oh. <laughs> I just like it how he waited until Crusher finds the problem and then goes, yeah, yeah, I'll take it from here. <laughs> Thank you very much. 
I'm going to be not assistant chief engineer after this. I'm going to be one of the many chief engineers. It, and even then, yeah. I've got to mention them. Yeah, so. good old Argyle. That. I don't think he's been seen since. That magnificent beard he has that Laika wants. Not long after, date a deep dive, he goes full Sherlock. And then right <laughs> after that, I've got poor, poor Pipe. <laughs> poor, poor Pipe. Poor, poor Demo. Poor, poor Kelly. I'm not touching that with the other bulb. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Demo, I'm sorry. There's no need for anyone else to know who Demo is. <laughs> yes, Demo, if you ever listen to this, I doubt you will. Sorry. It might but... be, because, you know, his, um, if he's if he's, um, occupation, hey. there's a chance he'll be listening. Oh, uh, yeah, I just want to listen to my two mates talk about a TV show I don't like. I thought he liked it. I... Uh, he likes Stargate. Ah, oh, but Stargate's brilliant. Not really. Yes. Stargate and Farscape. He, uh, he also really likes The Expanse, but I didn't really get into The Expanse. Okay. Um, other stuff happens in the show, and then um, obviously he takes over a card that goes a bit weird. Yeah, I think it, it, it explains. It's like he does a Picard speech that explains everything that happened. Goes around, regrets the killing of Singh, and then. Yes, I'm sorry this has happened, but I'm going to go to this nebula and live a life with this being I've only met for 10 minutes. And then we get the most awkward shout, uh, what I can think of being in the entire show. Possibly of yeah. Star Trek in general. Yeah, yeah, what was Michael Dawn doing? It's, I'm braming bad lighting and bad direction on that, because... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no. I, I don't know what... what what was meant behind it. Yeah, There's, the scene is... Uh, he's not a kind of gentle person, is he? So to say something like that is... <laughs> it's up and near what the scene is. It's like, is he offering to help the entity? Is he they they Does he want to help Picard? Because he's his captain. I couldn't I mean, see him saying it anyway. Yeah. But it was like, basically so when uh, Picard, it, when they tried to relieve him of duty, he does his Sith lightning thing on the, on the keyboards. Knocks out everybody in the ship, basically, because you see the transporter, yeah. geezer on the floor, shot. But they're all stood there doing the whole... Uh, I would have, I would love to see that without the special effects. Ooh. Oh, yeah, especially Troy. I can't see! Here's can an idea. See him? Can anyone see him? Get them, get them, move your hands away from your eyes, then, maybe. Well, it looks like he froze him, or set for data that's trying to reach him. Yeah. Really half heartedly. Which, which, not sure that would have worked data with being an android, but they haven't quite... I would have. Thought, I doubt the wrinkles for that. Have yeah, it? like the whole little naked now episode where oh, I have pores, I have a yeah, brain. Yeah. It's like that shouldn't really work, but you get a bang, Tasha. Go for yeah. it. It's my elementary idea, was it? That was a brilliant. <laughs> I just, just love Tasha's back. face, like the whole little. Oh God, I had to stay off that man. Why? <laughs> so funny. Yeah. So the wolf shout is basically uh, they're all there. The music's going really loud. There's the sound effects, and there's Wolf shouting. What I'm thinking is close to the top of his lungs, going, "I'll help you if you let me, sir." Yeah, I've actually got it written down exactly what he said because I had to like, go back and I was like, "No, I didn't say that." Yeah, Captain, I'll help you if you let me. But he doesn't say it like that. He's like, "Full Captain, I'll help you if you let me." Yeah, and it, are, you, are you asking the entity for help? Are you wanting like like you're supposed to be a proud Klingon warrior? What put his arm doing? around him and give him a talk to give him cuddles? Could it be DSM Klingon style? Uh, oh, oh yeah, I was thinking I was supposed to talk about Pon Fortnite as well. Mm. Um, uh, the Klingons, um, not BDSM. Well, yeah, the fetishes, Klingon fetishes. So it'd be the opposite. So it'd be the opposite because they like rough. Um, they'd be like fetish dens where they have felt like cuddles. <laughs> no. 
I don't, I don't think they would. I, I mean, I, it depends I on the Klingon because this, this, everybody's got some form of kink. Yeah, but that's that'd be the that'd be the like the taboo because they like you know they <laughs> hurl heavy objects and stuff, and so their their kinks would be like gentle petting and stroking gently of the long hair and <laughs> talking about the day. <laughs> um, uh, no, because <laughs> BDSM. Uh, no, I'm trying to base it on Worf, but Worf isn't an an atypical Klingon. He's more humanized, isn't he? Because Worf with has many lovers because he has had a few. Yeah, as uh, normally quite gentle and restrained. <laughs> yeah, but he does complain about that <laughs> of how he has to restrain himself all the time. Yeah, yeah. They and then you see Martok and his missies who just take shots at each other. <laughs> 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 oh, I love that seeing it. It's like, oh, you're still alive. Haven't you died yet? It's like I shall endeavour to do so at the soonest opportunity, my love. <laughs> Uh, the reason why I'm thinking about this is the next episode, which I think we're nearly done with this now. We've got the quote to do, haven't we? Yeah. And uh... Yeah, because I've not done my little drunken things, but we've been through the whole episode, really. Yeah. The one thing that did stand out to me, which just scratched my head, even in my semi-drunken stupor of last evening, which I don't think I was that drunk, but I have to have a few when I watch the episode. That's part of the tradition now. Uh, is just... I brought up to you the whole little, oh yes, I'm joined with this entity. I'm now captain of the ship. Crusher should have relieved him of command right there. I'm sorry, Captain, you're taken over by something else. You cannot have control of this galaxy ship. And then they're immediately on the bridge and then, oh no, now we're stripping you of command. It really dodgy to me. That was a bit weird. I think that might have just been a case of plot device. Uh, <laughs> they, it was purely to serve as the plot. Yeah, like right. we need this to happen, so she can't take away control now. It yeah. has to be on the bridge. We need an extra four minutes of recording, and it's like, okay, well, he needs to. Obviously, they've tested themselves because he did it with his little giggle at the end as well. You never worked. <laughs> yeah, that and uh, Picard is still the king of delegation. Yeah, <laughs> the one do, yeah, yeah. That's the thing I want lower decks to do because it's just like at the end, it's like that. That is a lower deck scene at the very end. Um. I'm not sure what's going on. Um, I'm really tired, as you've just said, Riker, so you can take care of this. Bye. I, I had someone in the Star Trek meme group actually try to complain to me about, uh, you know, that data meme I sent, the whole that Sherlock Holmes. Holmes, yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that one. Uh, like, I was just looking up, right? I, I feel sorry if they read the um, Resistance is Futile thing, because that would be going <laughs> over their head. Yes. But somebody commented at the bottom of this, you take the mick out of Lower Decks, but you make this joke. One, I don't take the mick out of Lower Decks on there. I put up the Tindy Brazes joke. That's the only <laughs> Lower Decks one I've had. Uh, but it's like, I think you're leading too much into this, mate. It's just supposed to be a little joke here. <laughs> and like then other people didn't know Ohms was a measure of resistance. That's a Star Trek meme page, I would expect. Uh, I'm not going to be welcome there, ever. <laughs> I don't know. They're quite a welcoming group of people. After what I've said about <laughs> Oh, it's to- horrible place, toxic. <laughs> Any group on the internet is a toxic place. I mean... I know, but I've singled them out specifically. <laughs> at least you haven't said anything about Tumbra, that desolate wasteland of a hellhole. Oh, never been on it, sir. Oh, Tumbra's just the worst. Imagine the worst parts of Twitter and then add photos. Oh, yeah, we still have done the quote. This, is this just rambling to try and figure out a quote? Kind of a little bit. You know what? Mine's just going to be indubitably. 
<laughs> it's just, just day to say indubitably. Maybe just going to be a Picard. Can you, can you do it without the paint? <laughs> like, At least you got rid of that damn pipe. <laughs> yeah, it's just they. Uh, as we've been well, our recording at the moment is approximately fifty-three minutes. So as you can tell, we enjoyed the episode. We're talking about it and it's, very positive review. Bro got brought on a lot of tangents. So uh, funny memories. Yeah, that bit that that is a good thing because the episode made us want to talk and actually made us enjoy ourselves. But it's one of those, it's greater than the sum of its parts. If you break it down to every little thing, it's like, yeah, all right, all right, all right. But altogether it works. And it's the same with the quotes. For me, none of the quotes stuck out, but it was funny on the whole. Oh, what's he looking at now? He's got memory alpha. No, I'm I'm trying to figure out, was this for the bottle episode? Yeah, just one set. Yeah, Yeah, bottle show. Bottle show, yeah. Yeah. So it would make a bit of sense. I do find it funny they were trying to save money with this episode. So they got Mark Alumino. <laughs> Which at the time wasn't a very big actor from what I gather. It's oh yeah, I've got a question for you then. Can you name four Mark Alumino's? That one. <laughs> I'll uh, give it you. Ducat doesn't oh, count. Do you mean Ducat doesn't count? Ducat doesn't count. Got a name and we'll describe them instead of other names. Just describe them. Just describe them. Okay then. Um see I've got I've got the uh, gold Madrid in my head, but that's not that's that's David Werner. But he did play a Cardassian in Next Generation. He played the first Cardassian. The yeah. neck was actually based on Mark Rumor's neck because Mark Rumor's got a really long neck. Yeah, okay, that's two. Yeah, Jack Alien, first Cardassian. You've got two more, and 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 isn't Ducat. What about Human Ducat? Video Ducat. <laughs> Still Ducat. Um, all good things. He plays a human detective in. Uh, oh, the, he plays the cameo at the end. Of all good things in DS9, he plays um, someone in the vision of uh, Cisco's. Yeah, I think they. I'll accept the Benny Vision cop. Right, thinking, thinking. He's done. Oh. Uh, I'll give you a clue. It's a data episode. This is next generation. He plays yeah. someone else. Is he maked up at the hell? No, nope, like nope. They he's actually in full Mark getup. I I'm running I'm running blank on this. You know the episode Times Arrow. Oh yeah, he plays. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he plays one of the card players. Yeah, yeah. That's not a date. I'm thinking like bloody Data's Day or something. Or, or that was a Data episode. Data stuck in the past. It's a oh, Data it's, episode. Oh, it's Data episode. That's everyone's episode. It's a Data episode. Opinions in the comments below. Is it a Data episode? It's a Data episode. Most it's a Picard episode. Cards in them all. A guided episode. Uh, yeah, I'd say it's a very much a guided episode. Uh, it's also a Mark Twain episode. Yeah, Stephen Clement. Yay. Uh, be... <laughs> I love Bracken Space for that one. You let one of history's greatest writers in a bloody world. That's how I kind of got one of the endings to book like is that through that episode. Because have you ever read Liverworld? No. Basically, all humanity, when they die, go to this planet called Liverworld, and it's basically giant livers. Uh, and one of the main guys meets a guy called Samuel Cremens and it's hinted at <laughs> who who he actually is and it doesn't tell you till very late on and it's like, oh yeah, that's Mark Twain. <laughs> and that great and thanks to that story is I kinda got it. Because everybody's like, Who are you? Who are you? Because there's the famous people throughout history because it's all of humanity. Yeah. So what was your quote then? Uh <laughs> dang it. <laughs> My quote would just be Data, take the pipe away or something like that. They, there's nothing there that stuck out with me. Quotes, uh, that bit, just Picard being snarky with data is always fun. So I'll take that. Okay. 
well, snarky Picard at Lose the pipe, Data. <laughs> okay, then. That's what's done. All right. Join us again next where we talk through justice. And I make so many jokes about Will Wheaton being a douchebag. Nah. It's not just that. I mean, it's just a whole... Uh, it's, uh, it's going to be worse than uh, the naked now. It's just the outfits the wear as well. Have you seen the meme about believing yourself as much as this guy believes that he's Jonko staying his trousers? Oh, um... Moose Knuckle. <laughs> yeah, Moose Knuckle. Moose Knuckle. <laughs> and we'll leave you on that. <laughs> Moose Knuckle. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I drank for ages and just didn't get drunk. Well, I don't think I'm drunk. What they all say. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. I, they, I didn't send any dodgy messages to people, so I know I wasn't drunk. Because I get a little bit bored and I'll just sort of like send dodgy messages to people to see if I get a reaction. See, I was going to say something. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to fix or nipple picks off you. But then the next time you get drunk, I see a nipple. I'm like, yes, nipple, Brian. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is side boob. This is another side boob. Do you like that side boob? That's you shouldn't. Matt. That is side boob. <laughs> That's my side boob. Hashtag free the nipple.